0: Good morning, Lemonheads. Feels like forever since I did an episode, but it really hasn't been that long. This is March; it's birthday month, so I'm going to do a series of birthday month uh, episodes. And I'm not quite certain what they're all going to be. If you listen to my trailer, you probably heard some of my thoughts. Today is going to be my first episode. I was thinking about you know all the things that make me me, and, and I think I talked about that in my first episode. Um, But of course, one of the things that has molded me, or the things that have molded me, have been my jobs. And I've had many jobs over the years, as many of you my age certainly have. And one of the longest jobs I had was being a server and a bartender. So I worked in the restaurant business for a long time, but I was a server and a bartender for probably 10 years. And I think I know a little bit about what it takes to to be a server and to be a bartender and you know be that customer service person and something i did even longer or have done even longer than being in the restaurant business is it's just being a customer. So today i wanted to talk about how to suck less <laughs> at being a server or providing that that customer service in a restaurant setting or even a takeout setting which i never worked at. Um, but I go out to eat a lot, a lot, lot, way too much. And I eat out at restaurants. I also do drive-thrus. I feel like drive-thru service has really improved over the years. Maybe not the quality of the food, but definitely the service. But anyway, I did want to talk about how to suck less as a server. So stay tuned and we'll get back to that. The episode today is not just for servers to learn how to get better, but it's also for customers. It's for customers to know what to expect, to, you know, know that it's okay to have a higher standard, um, to maybe go out there and and question things. So let me share with you, (laughs) I don't know if it's a dirty secret, but it's a funny secret. I have another hobby because, you know, I have a lot of those. But one of my silliest hobbies is... That after I go out to eat, I come home often, not always, but often, and I sit down at the computer and I type out a review. (laughs) So I review my service. I review everything. I review what it looked like when I walked in, which right now during this time, we're probably not eating inside restaurants as much as good doing drive-through pickup at restaurants. But if I were... And I have actually yesterday, I went to a restaurant and I'll tell you about that experience soon. But you know, I talk about what, if their bathrooms are clean, do their tables look clean? Do I get greeted at the door? Um, am I seated? Do I seat myself? How long does it take me to get served? How does it get, how long does it take me for somebody to come to my table? All those things go into my silly review along with the quality of the food. So it's, For me, my experience is more about my service than the quality of the food. I can have crappy food and have great service and still call it a great experience. So, you know, think about that, especially if you're a server, it really is on you. It is totally on you to make an experience good for the customer. Um, And if you're serving crappy food, Nobody thinks it's your fault. You just have to do it with a smile and be polite. And you have a lot of rules to follow, which you're going to hear about soon. So like I said, this isn't just for the server. It's also for for customers so that we can raise the bar. So I'm going to start by telling you about my experience yesterday. My daughter and I went to a restaurant yesterday. And it's a restaurant where we actually go to often, probably, I don't know, maybe even as much as twice a month. And we love this place. They have great food. And typically pretty good service too. And even our service yesterday was good, but there were some things that I thought could have been improved. So we walked into the restaurant and this restaurant is seat yourself. Nobody, you know, seats you, which is fine. And we walked in the tables looked clean. There weren't a bunch of messy tables, which was great. We sat ourselves and it took a little while for someone to finally come to our table um, and give us menus, but that was okay. That wasn't that big of a deal. And she did, she gave us menus, she told us to help ourselves cuz they have like a chip bar and and you get your own drinks so she told us to do that and fine so we did that. So we were sitting there and we're eating our chips before our meal and or I should say before we ordered and the waitress walked past our table like, a bajillion times. We were sitting there for a really long time. I don't even know if it was 20 minutes before we ordered. It might have been that. It could have been more. I don't know how long it was. It was just long. And luckily we did have the chips to eat in front of us. So that took up our time and we weren't hungry and we weren't unraveling and losing our minds. But I noticed that it was taking long and I also noticed that she passed so many times. And um finally she came to the table and she said Well, she, referring to the other waitress, she's really busy with other customers and taking their orders and stuff, so I'll just take your order to help her out. Well, that was like a big negative point in my mind because, number one, I didn't even have any clue who my server was. I assumed it was the girl who came to our table um, originally to give us the menus, and that was her, the same one who came to take our order as a favor to somebody else. I didn't even know, and she didn't have to let me know. She should have just maybe apologize for the wait or, or even ignored it because we weren't complaining and just said, you know, can I take your order? But she had to let me know that she was not my server and she was doing someone else a favor. And I thought that was a fail. So she took our order. We, I ordered, I don't eat rice very much. So I asked her, um, if I could replace it with beans so I wanted two kinds of beans I wanted refried beans and I wanted black beans and I wanted no rice and she said yes and that's what I do all the time every time I go there and she's waited me on, on me before and I've never had a problem with anybody getting that right well when they brought my food to the table I didn't have refried beans it didn't make me mad but I did want the beans so I asked for them and she said sure well then she walks over to the kitchen And it's just a window between the dining room and the kitchen. So you, I guess you have to yell in there. I can hear her from my table yelling to the cook, you know, she needs refried beans. And then she yells, I didn't know she, referring to me, I didn't know she wanted refried beans. Uh, She didn't want rice. I didn't know she wanted refried beans. She wanted both. So I need refried beans. Well, (laughs) she did know because that's what I ordered. And that's what I told her. And even if I hadn't told her, because there are those customers, I know this because I've been on the other side. There are people who will swear they said something that they didn't or order something that they didn't or think they ordered in a way that they didn't. But even if I didn't order the beans, she didn't have to say that. She could have just said, you know, she made a mistake or she misunderstood or whatever. Um, Because I am in hearing distance. I can hear everything she's saying. And so can everybody else in the restaurant. If it were a normal restaurant where the kitchen's in the back and the waitresses and the waiters and the cooks can act like crazy people and talk about whatever they want, it would have been different. They could have been back there saying whatever they wanted about me, but I'm an earshot and that's not a good idea. So that actually is another really good point in general. Be careful what you're saying in earshot of your customers. Don't talk about your customers. <laughs> they know. And even if you're not talking about them, they're going to think you're talking about them. So you shouldn't be talking about customers. If you're standing back in like the little wait station with a friend and you're staring out at the customers out at the tables and whispering back and forth to each other, <laughs> they you're going to make people uncomfortable. So don't do that either. Um, Back in the day, I remember when you could smoke in restaurants, um, that was bad form, I think, also for a waiter to be smoking where customers could see them. I still think it's bad form for a server to be uh, eating where a customer can see them. Um, If you have a break room, you should be in the break room. If If you have to be in the dining room, I guess, you know, maybe be where people can't see you. And you shouldn't be talking loud to other uh, servers or other wait staff. You shouldn't be screaming across the dining room. It's just really bad, uh, really bad manners, really bad etiquette. I don't particularly want to see my servers or the employees eating in the same dining room I'm eating in, in their, you know, in their uniform. And I definitely don't want to hear them screaming back and forth to each other and ruining my dining experience sorry. Um, here's one. So a lot of times in restaurants, you'll get a, a card to, uh, like a rating card. I can't think of what it's called offhand. Um, a comment card. That's what it is. So you'll get a comment card in a restaurant and you get to rate, Exactly what I'm talking about. You get to rate the restaurant. You get to rate it on cleanliness. You get to rate your server. You get to rate your food. And it's a great exp- a great um, opportunity, you know, to tell the restaurant what you think so they know where to improve. Here's the breakdown. Here's the bad part. If you are a server or a manager, it is not in your best interest at all to ask people to give you a good review Or to hand them out to your friends for a good review. Or to even make them up yourself. I know this happens. I know when I was in a restaurant and I know that servers would take their bad comment cards. If they were left on the table, they'd take the bad ones. And they wouldn't turn them in. So if you only get good comment cards, how in the world are you ever going to suck less? You need the bad ones. You need the ones that tell you where you need to improve. You need to know that you need to learn the menu better. You need to know that you, you know, take too long. You need to know that you, you know, serve from the wrong side or whatever it is. You need to know these things so that you can change them. If you think you're this great server who never makes mistakes, you're going to continue to suck, right? So it's just like a a review at work when you get an evaluation. You don't want a perfect evaluation. You want to know the areas you can improve. So please do not ask people to write good reviews for you. Don't get people to write fake reviews for you. Don't throw away your bad comment cards. And don't get mad about your bad comment cards or the comment cards that tell you to improve. Use that to suck less. Let's take a break. Welcome back, Lemonheads. In the previous segment, I talked about things that the waitress shouldn't say. I was talking about how she shouldn't have told me uh, that she was doing a favor for somebody else, that somebody else was busy and she was going to take my order for that reason so there's certain things you should and shouldn't say to customers so I wanted to kind of hit on a couple things not to say so I have thought of a few things Uh, number one and this isn't necessarily in any order of uh, bad faux pas to lesser faux pas this is just in the order that I think of them but number one would be if you are the new person you don't need to tell people. You don't need to say I'm new. You don't need to say I've only been here a week. If you made a mistake, you don't have to use that as an excuse, I'm a new guy. Or if somebody asks you about a menu item, you don't say I don't know, I'm new. <laughs> it just it's bad form. Nobody needs to know that. If you do a great job, they may think that you've been there forever. If you, you know, make mistakes, they'll just think you're human. Um if you make excuses for your mistakes, like saying that you're new, um, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't want to know that you're new. I want to know that you're human, and I want to know that you make mistakes, and I also want to know that you know where to find the answer. So if I tell you or ask you about a menu item and you're not sure, just tell me you're not sure. Tell me you'll find out and come back in you know, a prompt manner and give me the answer. That's all I need, and I'll be super happy. Don't tell me you're new. If you're slow, don't tell me you're new. If you're overwhelmed, don't tell me you're new. And that gets me to my second one, which is a huge one. Don't tell me how busy you are. I don't want to know how busy you are. I can look around the restaurant. I can see it's busy. Um, Don't let me know. Don't ever let them see you sweat. You may have heard that term before. It's super true. Don't tell me you're busy. Don't make me feel like um, you're too busy for me. I want to feel when I'm in the restaurant, I want to feel like I'm your only customer. I want to feel like you're giving me 100% of your attention. I don't even want to feel like you have any other customers, even if there are 100 other people in that restaurant. I want to feel like I'm very well taken care of. I don't want to feel like I'm second rate. I don't want to feel like you didn't have time to come to me. I don't want to feel like you're so busy that I'm an afterthought. Do not tell me how busy you are. I don't want to know. I had a busy day too. I worked all day and now I'm paying you for this treat so that I can relax and be served and waited on and I'm paying the restaurant. I'm paying for your service. I'm a great tipper. So you'll see that afterwards if you give, you know, do a great job. So please, please, please do not tell me or anybody else how busy you are because we don't want to know. (laughs) We don't, I, I don't care. Seriously. Um, so, also, if you make a mistake or if something goes wrong, maybe it's not your fault, please don't blame it on anyone else. Don't blame it on the cook. Don't blame it on your co-worker. Don't blame it on your boss. Don't blame it on your sister. Don't blame it on your dog. Don't blame it on someone at another table. Take full responsibility, even if it's not your fault. If the food is burnt, apologize. Don't be like, oh, the cook, he's really behind, he's so slow today, or he's behind, he's so busy. I don't, uh uh-uh. No. I'm sorry that your food is burnt. Whatever I can do for you, I'll take it back to the kitchen. I'll get you a new plate. I'll send a manager over, whatever it is. And, um, you know, maybe you have to ask manager for permission, but at least take it away. Take away the offending food and apologize. And let me know, you know, that you're going to at least try to fix this in some way. I had a great server once upon a time. <laughs> it was such a good experience. I was at I was at a really fancy restaurant. It was, uh, I think it was like dog races. So was it dog races? I think I was in Boston. It might have been horse races. I don't know, some kind of racetrack. And, you know, a really expensive restaurant. And I ordered something. It came with a baked potato. And actually, I think I'm telling you two different stories. So let me tell you about the bad experience at the racetrack first. So the bad experience is I was at the fancy restaurant. I ordered a steak at the time I was a meat eater and I asked them for a steak knife. Well, the waiter or waitress was so upset and told me, That they could not bring me a steak knife that the chef said I should not need a steak knife because his steak was so tender I should not need a steak knife to cut it well (laughs) I don't care what the chef thinks about his steak he can come out there and chew it for me if he wants I wanted a steak knife and I didn't get one and I don't remember if that reflected in the tip or not but I know it reflected in my opinion of that server, it reflected on my opinion of the chef, it reflected reflected on my opinion of that venue. So that's not a good thing. If somebody asks for something, if they ask for a fork in a Chinese restaurant, if they ask for a knife in a fancy restaurant where the steak is so delicious you don't need one, just give it to them. Give them what they need if you have it available to them. It's that simple. If they want it, give it to them. If they want to sit on a cushion and you have one, give them a cushion to sit on. If they want their kids propped up on a special seat, give them the special seat. Do whatever you can to make the customer happy. So now let me tell you about the funny great experience I had. Maybe it wasn't in uh maybe it wasn't at a racetrack, but some restaurant. I was out to eat and I ordered my dinner and the baked potato tasted funny. I don't remember what it was. I mean, I've never had a bad baked potato except for that day something was wrong so I called my waiter over and I typically don't ever complain about my food because I know that there are waiters and waitresses and cooks who do things to food when it gets sent back sorry it's true it happens and it's disgusting but so I typically don't send food back but I wanted to know that my potato wasn't good so I told him I said this potato is bad <laughs> my waiter picked the potato up right off my plate with his hand picked up the potato in its little tinfoil wrapper picked up that potato in one hand and with his other hand started spanking the potato <laughs> bad potato bad potato bad potato and I laughed so hard that I just, I, I, I don't know. It was hilarious. It was one of the best, the funniest experiences I think that I've ever had in a restaurant. And then he took away the offensive potato. I don't remember if he replaced it or not. I don't know. He could have given me the worst potato. I could have had the worst dinner I've ever had in my life. It could have been horrible. But I would have tipped him great. I would have recommended people to go to the restaurant. I would have requested him again as my waiter. Because he was so funny. And he handled my complaint so well, and it was just so humorous and so lighthearted and friendly, and I loved it. So it really is all about how you handle things. So if you can handle things with grace and humor and respect and don't handle things with excuses and rudeness, you'll get a lot further. You'll get better tips. People will want to come back and see you again. Um, Just be careful what you say to people and how you say it. Um, Don't argue with me if I tell you something, you know, isn't cooked well. I think one time I complained. (laughs) There was a restaurant that I go to or used to go to while it was open a lot. I'd go there very often for breakfast. It was one of my favorite places to eat for breakfast. And I went in, and I really liked to eat Eggs Benedict. And this day, my Eggs Benedict were overcooked. And I always request them to be like soft poached. So I even let them know that I like them soft. But they were hard. They were totally hard. And uh, so I told the owner who was waiting tables, I told him that my, uh, my eggs were overcooked. And his response was, that's impossible. <laughs> he told me it's impossible. Well, that's impossible. And I was like, really? Look at this. So I cut my egg in half and I showed him that the eggs were like, Hard inside, completely hard cooked, almost like a hard boiled egg. And he's like, oh, well, that means that somebody else in this restaurant who ordered hard cooked eggs have them too soft. So now I'm scratching my head because now he's got two people who are upset and he's not offering to replace my eggs. He's not offering to pick up the check. He's not trying to figure out who else might have the wrong plate of eggs He's just kind of blowing it off. Like, okay, well, now two people are screwed. Um, not good. And I didn't like that at all. So that was that was a turnoff to me. I uh, I kind of stopped going to that restaurant as much as I used to because of that experience. So don't make excuses. Don't make people feel like what they're telling you is wrong. If I tell you my food's overcooked or if it's cold or if something tastes funny or if I ordered x but you gave me y even if you think i'm full of crap even if you wrote down exactly what i said please 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 do whatever you can to make me happy you know this whole customer is always right thing like i don't believe it because we all know the customer is not always right we know the customer makes mistakes we know that the customer sometimes orders something and they think they ordered something else we know they complain about things that they shouldn't. We know some people try to take advantage of us or get things for free. So the customer's not always right. However, it is your job as a server to make the customer feel like they are always right. Make me feel like I'm right. Make me feel like you give a crap about me. Um, don't make me feel like I am second rate. Don't make me feel like you don't care about my tip. Don't make me feel like you're like you don't wanna be there. I want to know that you love your job. Make me think you love your job. Make me think you want to be there. Make me want to think that, you know, you are you really love earning that money and you're working hard for it. Those are some things I think that are really important. Make sure that you are cleaning well. Clean everything well. Um, wash the silverware. Let the silverware air dry. You shouldn't be wiping it all off. That's kind of gross. If you're married, I don't think they marry ketchups anymore. They used to do that when I was a server. Um, you know, you pour one bottle of ketchup into the other, and, uh, and that's okay, I guess. But it, what's gross is when you stick the rag into the top to wipe it out to make it clean, um, it might look nicer, but then you're adding bacteria and, and things into that bottle, which is not a good idea. They have uh, nicer bottles now, the plastic bottles, that store upside down, so I think that's um, probably more sanitary. So hopefully they're doing that. Just do, you know, really sanitary practices at your job, please, for everybody. If you work in a fast food restaurant and you're working in a drive-through, make sure that the floors behind you that are behind the counters, that people can see when they drive through, are completely clean. I went through a drive-through once and it was later at night, But the floors were trashed, and that was like a really bad impression for me because it makes me think that everything's dirty and everything's unsanitary. So please sweep up the floor. And, oh gosh, there's probably a million other things I can think of as a server. So let me just take a break and think about it, and we'll be right back. So I did some more thinking about what not to say, and one of the really important things that I think in whether you are a server or no matter what business you're in, um especially dealing with the public, is just never to complain about your coworkers so you know don't blame your coworker and I did say something about that earlier like don't blame the cook, don't blame your sister, don't blame your coworker, but really, don't say anything negative about your coworkers at all in front of anyone within earshot and even if you're not a server, no matter what business you're in, I don't think you should blame your coworkers for anything or talk poorly about them or, you know, say something's their fault or push the blame on them. I really think the best thing ever to do is just kind of take the blame on yourself. Or if somebody corrects you for something, just say, you know, just take it and say, okay, and and be done with it. Arguing is, is never attractive, whether you're a server or in another business. So so that's my sort of take on that. But let me tell you about something that really irks me and <laughs> uh when I go out to eat. So if I say, you know, if you if I'm ordering a salad or I'm ordering a drink, and I say, they ask me what kind of salad dressing I want, or they ask me what kind of drink I want want, and I say, Well, what do you have? And they said, Well, what do you want? <laughs> You do not answer a question with a question. I just asked you, I'm the customer. I just said to you, what kind of salad dressing do you have? And you're asking me what I want. I don't know what I want until you tell me what's available. You could have something really interesting that I've never had before. Maybe you have some kind of nice avocado cream dressing. Or you have all different kinds of fancy vinaigrettes. I don't know what you have. Um, Maybe I want blue cheese. So I say, blue cheese. And you tell me, we don't have that. Or I say, well, I would like to have you know, raspberry vinaigrette. We don't have it. I'd like to have peach vinaigrette. We don't have that. Tell me what you have. Same goes, of course, for the drinks. Um, What kind of beer do you have? Well, what kind do you want? Please, please tell me what you have. If you don't have a list available, if there's not something I can read, if there's not something posted, you need to know those all by heart. You need to know all the salad dressings you need to know all of the, the beers, you need to know all of the wines, you need to know all of the different kinds of sodas available, you need to know, if you're a barista, you need to know all the different flavored syrups, you need to know that stuff, right off the top of your head, and don't make me guess, and don't make me play a game, you need to know, and when I ask you what you have, you need to tell me, please tell me, because you're just going to piss me off, and, uh, even if I'm not your customer, if I'm the one listening to you, you're going to piss me off. And if I'm your boss, you're going to piss me off. So I know I sound really rude and <laughs> and arrogant probably, but I was just in this business too long and I have very strong opinions about it. And I just think that customer service is so important, uh, whether you are a restaurant server or any other sort of customer service person. I just think it's super important to relate well to your public and, and serve them well. You're in a position where you're supposed to be serving people. You're supposed to be making people happy. Um, With that in mind, though, I think I'm going to turn this around for the end here of my podcast episode today, and I do want to talk about the customer. So let's just change it for a couple minutes here about how to suck less for a customer. I've already talked about the server, but we do need to keep in mind when you're a customer, even if you're arrogant like me and you have strong opinions you still need to be a polite customer and a courteous customer please don't be impatient please understand that people are busy and even though we don't want them to tell us they're busy like I said before you can look around you can see that they're busy so you don't have to bust them or make them feel bad about it please be patient with them when you go out to eat or something, you should allow yourself plenty of time and take into consideration that it's, you know, you might have to wait for things. So even though you might have to wait a long time, please remember that there are other customers in the restaurant, there are other circumstances, like there could be something going on in the kitchen, and not everything that happens is the server's fault. It could be actually the cook. It could be another table. It could be who knows what. They could have something happening that we don't know about. So even though we don't want them to tell us they're busy, even though we don't want them to blame things on other people, we still need to know that things happen and that they're human and we shouldn't try to make their life miserable. If you start complaining or making them feel bad or belittling them or be rating them in some way... What you're really going to do is just kind of ruin their day and maybe make it worse. I was in, um, actually, I was in Safeway maybe a couple months ago, and a gentleman, (laughs) I use the term gentleman loosely, a man went up to the deli counter, and he asked for something, and it was late, and I think the deli counter was probably closing, and they didn't have what he wanted, and he just unleashed on them he started yelling and screaming that he couldn't get fresh food and why couldn't he get fresh food and he was just losing his ever-loving mind on these poor people behind the counter and the manager came over and I didn't hear that conversation but I think the manager did whatever he could to appease this guy and it sounded like he actually had the people make him fresh food and um I don't know i I actually was on totally on team Safeway there, and you know when it's closed, it's closed, and I don't think that this guy should have expected to get fresh fruit at that point. they were closing up, and he should have been there during business hours and not after business hours and I think the manager actually sent a message that he wasn't supportive of his staff I'm not sure I don't know how they feel so maybe I shouldn't have an opinion on that but I guess the point is please don't start unleashing and yelling at people if you're upset Um, still treat them with kindness and respect and and remember that they are there to do a job and and it's hard it's very hard and they're tired and and you know That's all. (laughs) So I just wanted to add that in as well because I am understanding and I am gracious and I know it's a hard job. I did it for a long time. So thank you again for listening. It is birthday month and I will continue to talk about things that are important to me during my birthday month and things that affect me and have molded me and things that I hope to look forward to in the future as I age. And I'll probably talk a little bit about, um, uh, well, definitely I'll talk about health, but uh, just a recent visit to the doctor and and how I want all of you, especially if it's your birthday month, to make your wellness appointments. So uh, actually, let's just talk about that real quick right now. It is birthday month. If your birthday falls in March, I want you to make a wellness appointment. So make an appointment to see your doctor, get your annual exam, get your blood work done and see what kind of health you're in and, and get those numbers in order. If you have high cholesterol, if you have high blood pressure, if you're overweight, you know, know your numbers and get a plan to get it all under control so you can live a long, healthy life. Ladies, also make sure you get your mammograms. All right. Thank you for listening. Suck less.